Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's back to the arena. The interviews with DC the DJ. Hello again, everybody. It is me, DC, back for another episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. And my guest coming up today comes from a band that I grew up listening in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, he wasn't the original singer, but he put out some great albums with the band Danger Danger. And now three of the members of Danger Danger have formed again together for the band The Defiance. And we are going to be talking with the singer of that band and former Danger Danger singer, Paul Lane. It's all coming up on this Back to the Arena, the interviews. It's back to the arena, the interviews with me, DC. And every four years, the guys of the Defiance put together an amazing in-your-face rock masterpiece. And 2023 is the year we get another album from the Defiance as Drive is now out. And I want to welcome the singer of the Defiance, Paul Lane, to back to the arena, the interviews. Hey, man, how you doing? I am doing good. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I don't know if I love this album simply based on the music or because it gives me those 1980s, you know, hair metal vibes. Uh, I, but altogether, I mean, and I'm not bullshitting because I, I, I don't bullshit on the show. Um, album of the year so far for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, there's not a song on there that I got halfway through and I said, nah, I'm going to the next one. I've listened, I listened to the whole album and uh, every song I loved. I mean, it truly did. Thank you, thank you. Well, I guess the uh, the two years we spent sweating over it has um, <laughs> paid off. This record, I think, this record was the hardest one for us to make. Like normally, Bruno and I don't spend as much time as this on an album. I think first record we spent three months. Second record, like doubled that, and then this time around, uh, you know, we felt a lot of pressure to do our best, obviously. And I know that sounds cliched, but I think a lot of bands aren't doing that these days. And that's not to throw any shade on them. I just think it's it's super important, um, you know, at this phase in in uh, my career, Bruno's career, is that we just, you know, we try and we try and beat like what the last record was. And when we felt um, a tremendous amount of pressure to do that. So, and we kind of, you know, we're both producers and we both have our own studios and we both love people like Mutt Lang, you know, and we really kind of took that approach to this record, like lots of production things and lots of ear candy. And, and both of our wishes were for people to like discover something new every time they play it, you know, and a lot of my favorite records are that way. You know how you put on an album and you go, Oh, I didn't hear that before. And then the, you know, fourth listening, you're like, Oh, I missed that, you know, because yeah. you're just listening to the song. So that was, you know, super intentional. Um, we were very worried making this record because, uh, you know, I don't know, <laughs> by the time we were done, we had spent so much time on it. We just kind of, you know, pushed the boat out to sea and winced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Good know. Enough. Enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Well, you know, whatever you did, it worked. Um, talk about your band and, and where the Defiance came from, and and why the name the Defiance. Cool. You're the, you're the first person to ask me that question. I appreciate that. Okay. Because uh, a lot of <laughs> you know, the obvious thing is to say, oh, it's just Danger Danger redone all over again. But it, but I'll tell you why it isn't. Because um, when I was in Danger Danger, I wrote my songs. Stephen Bruno wrote their songs. I always felt like you know, because they were the major writers in the in the first part of of um, the Danger Danger days. You know, the first two albums, that's all Stephen Bruno's song. So that's the Danger Danger sound. So I never really got the chance to just work with you know one of the members by myself so uh you know when bruno and i were approached to do this um we really felt like creating something that you know did a nod to the past but really sounded fresh at the same time so i feel like you know uh that basically our production like we're not trying to make and the quintessential 80s record, that's not really what's in our wheelhouse to do. We, we want to make something that we like and we want to feel like we've grown with the people that grew up on that music and new people would would not necessarily, you know, that were listening to it or just discovering the band, that it would sound fresh enough to their ears that they would not say this sounds dated. Yeah. I mean, I listened to Danger Danger, you know, and, and I was in high school and, you know, I was rocking that in my Ford Escort with my shitty speakers and everything. <laughs> now I have, you know, a super nice truck. I got a Harley and that's where I listen to my rock and roll. And, you know, I could, you know, create a playlist with Danger Danger and the Defiance and I would love it all. It's just to me, it takes me back to to my youth and, and to those days where I didn't have bills and <laughs> mortgages and, and, and health insurance and all that. Those kind days of were good, man. Those days were good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first song that I heard off this album uh, over a month uh, before the album dropped was 19 Summertime. And, uh, you know, I, I played it here on the show. I played it multiple times because I love the song. Um, is there more to that song other than just going back to summer when you're 19? Uh, yeah, kind of. Because I, I don't feel that it's just all about that. I felt like with that song, kind of what I wanted to do was create a time machine, you know? So, yeah, you're going to go back to when you were when you were at that age, but at the same time, I kind of want to create this thing where, uh, you know, you could be 19 at this age listening to it. Like, don't forget who you were, right? Cause that's, that's kind of an important part of your life. And as you say, you know, we get older, we have bills, <laughs> medical insurance, yeah. uh, all of that stuff. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of my, that was kind of my intention um, with, with that song. As far as meaning anything more than that, uh, you know, okay. not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've, one thing I noticed when I watched the video, and I hope I didn't miss it, is I didn't see any cell phones in that video. So that would have taken me back to when I was 19, when, you know, beepers weren't even out yet. Right, right. And then, uh, yeah, I think cell phones came out in my early 20s and they were this big. Yeah, and they opened up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, my daughter doesn't even know what a beeper is. themselves, yeah. My daughter doesn't even know what a beeper is. Right. I love those videos where they like hand a kid a rotary phone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that? Well, here's the song 19 Summertime. We'll have more with Paul Lane coming up on Back to the Arena, the interviews. 19!
More. more conversation and more rock coming up after this quick break. It is back to the arena, the interviews. I'm DC, and we just played 19 Summertime from the Defiance as we continue our conversation with the singer of the band, Paul Lane. And Paul, before that video, 19 Summertime, uh, which, by the way, you know, takes me back to being 19 again for sure, you released a lyric video for the song Hey Life. What made you decide to release that song as a single? Uh, Well, it just kind of summed up all our frustration of making this album over the pandemic and everything that was going on in our lives, uh, you know, between that's part of the other reason it took so long to make this album is, you know, uh, um, my uh, Bruno's parents were going through medical issues and uh, same, same with mine. So there was a lot of stopping, starting, uh, you know, taking care of our, our family members and, um, and then just obviously everything that was happening, with the pandemic and the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that, that was kind of our frustration song. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, get out of my life, get out of my way. That's kind of like, in a way I felt like I kind of came full circle. Okay. Right. Cause now we're starting, starting yeah. over. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite songs sandwiched in between those two on the album drive was go big or go home. Uh, please tell me that's going to be a single. That is the new video coming out. I think, uh, well, it'll, it's, I'm not sure when it's coming out. Okay. Well, <laughs> Do I good. know anything? I just saw the video today and it's pretty epic. Okay. Very cool. Tell me about that song. Uh, what was the the basis for, for that? It was just, you know, what's funny is we thought about not putting it on the record. Uh, wow. We wrote the song and we were like, you know, this is just like a great big kind of dumb arena anthem, you know, not to say dumb in, probably- <laughs> in a derogatory way, but that's just kind of our, our term that we use when, when something is like a giant hook. And we just thought maybe we should save this for like some sports thing and maybe not put it on the record and, and we could release it after the album came out as like another thing that we're, we're doing. And, uh, and then Frontiers heard the song and said, nope. And they cut yeah. another song off the record yeah. <laughs> that we wanted to keep. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So it is. It's the it's the single that was never going to be a single, and now it is. So yeah, that's that's our second music video. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I, I want to give Serafino just such a big hug for for getting you guys together to make these albums and, and all the music that Frontiers does. Uh, I wouldn't have this show if it wasn't for Yeah, it. man, they're carrying the torch, and God bless them for it, because, um, you know, there's a lot of bands now who would not be out there. Like, they helped revitalize a lot of people's careers, and with the way that rock and roll is is has kind of had a resurgence and a revival in Europe, um, you know, there's, there's all these festivals to go play now, and there's all these people that want to see the band, so... So it's really cool. I think that's a direct result of, of Frontiers, um, uh, you know, offering contracts and getting guys to make records again. Yeah. It doesn't help me that there's all these festivals in Europe, but at least they're having fun. Yeah, right, man. Hey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty expensive to go, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to ask about one more song that I really dug on the new album, even though it was hard to choose from all the songs. But the one I wanted to ask about was The Night to Remember. Tell me a little bit about that song. Yeah, again, um, that song is is you know based on a on a Bruno and I were kind of trading stories, you know, 
and uh, and everybody kind of has that story. And um, you know, if you if you listen to the lyrics of the song, you, you know you'll 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 get what I'm talking about. Um, again, it, I think that was the last song that we wrote for the album, and it was a whole bunch of different ideas that ended up getting melded to, together. You know, including like because the there's so many components to that song. Uh, it was it was funny. I was watching Joe Walsh talk about. Um, uh, how he put together life's been good so far the other day, you know, and he's like, I had this little piece and I had that little piece <laughs> and I had this piece and uh, somehow those pieces of the puzzle just fit together. So, so that song, yeah, that song had many components. And at the very end, Bruno and I worried so much about uh, is this sound too much? Like it's put together like three different songs. And so I'll ask you that question, or does it feel cohesive? Because we always no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice it. But okay, I'm not. Okay. I'm not a, a music writing kind of guy. So you guys probably think about things that me, as a fan and a, a listener of music, don't don't think about when we're rocking the album. Right. I, I would say that's the song we stressed out about the most. You know, <laughs> just just because in the beginning it was a dog's breakfast, and at the end. You know, I think Bruno's like, I don't like this song. And I'm like, I like it. So, uh, you know, we arm wrestle and I won. Yeah. Well, you could tell him, you know, that it was one of the songs that I picked and that, you know. That's really cool. It's really cool. <laughs> I appreciate that you picked that one because now now that's like I've got bragging rights with yeah. Bruno. And he's going to be he's going to say, who, Told you, man. <laughs> and he's going to say, who the hell is this? And why do we care what he thinks? <laughs> <laughs> So will you guys be touring or playing live? Do the Defiance play live or is this just like a studio thing? Yeah, no, we've we've been going back to and forth to Europe since our first album. So um, this year, I think because the record's coming out a lot later, normally we would release earlier in the year or the, the you know, in the fall or whatever, um, so that you could be on deck to be doing festivals in the summer. This is a late release. Um, so I don't think we'll be going on the road this summer. I think we'll be waiting until, uh, until this album populates and, um, and then we'll be back in Europe next year. And, uh, and then I'll be heading back to Australia and all the other stuff that I do. And Indianapolis. And Indianapolis. Sure, man. Book me again. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> so I gotta ask, I'd like to ask this question. What are you rocking right now that people should check out? What bands are you into that people might not know about or that you're just really digging? Like on the rock front, I love the last Diamante record. Okay. That, that thing slayed me. And then, uh, you know, as far as what I listen to, um, you know, it's super boring, man. I like, I have a huge vinyl collection. So I like just put on my old cheap trick records and, you know, my old Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, whatever, because I'm writing music all the time. Like I compose full time for television and film in between, you know, doing the defiant stuff. So when I want to chill out, man, I want to listen to something that is, just takes me away from modern music. Okay. What's your favorite cheap yeah. trick song? I got mine. Oh man, I don't know if it's um probably Heaven Tonight. Okay. Mine mine's voices. Voices would be my go-to. Yeah, voices is great. Yeah. You didn't know what yeah. you were looking for. <laughs> love it when I love it when they when they play that live. I've seen them a couple times and uh Yeah, there's sometimes so they don't play it though. I I noticed, so I'm glad I got to see it. Yeah, man, yeah. 
All right, so I'm going to uh, have you participate in our crazy questions segment because I think you would do well on it. We're just going to ask you some random questions that have nothing to do with the album, nothing to do with the band, just kind of to pick inside your brain. Are you ready for that? I'm terrified right now. <laughs> you kind of look like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. You, you, you can muddle through these. Do you think that life after death is really possible? Yes. Okay. You want to know Can why? Elaborate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because we're just energy, right? So, I think uh, I, I think there's uh, scientific proof that uh, that energy is never gone. It's you cannot destroy energy. So, so it's possible. Okay. Uh, what would you tell your past self if you can go back in time and say something to yourself? What would you What would you tell yourself? Uh, you know, when I was younger, probably you know. Uh, don't make decisions emotionally when it comes to business, okay. especially the music business. Make decisions, you know, based on facts. Okay. Tell me what movie did you last see uh, inside the cinema? Or if you haven't seen one recently, what's the last movie you watched? Uh, a movie that I had a song in, um, uh, Tom Hanks' uh, Man Called Otto. Oh, I love that movie. What was your song? Yeah. Uh, my song is when uh, Tom Hanks pulls the bully guy out of the pickup truck and throws him up against the Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he's honking the horn and, you know, yeah. So that scene in the movie, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a song of mine in there. I was I was stoked, man. I, was, I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch that part of that movie again just to hear yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah. You'll, right, you'll, you'll go, oh, yeah, I know that voice. <laughs> All right. Next question. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Okay. We can't be the only people. Okay. There's, there's billions and billions and billions and billions of planets out there. So there's got to be another life form. There has to be. Okay. So we kind of dated ourselves earlier. So tell me, what was the best year of your life? What what year would you relive again if you could? Oh, my God. 1990, my first record came out. It was an unbelievable. I was young. I was touring playing my first arenas, it was, and the wonderment, you know, and the innocence was all still there for the medical bills and the car payments <laughs> yeah. and all the rest of that stuff we yeah. talked about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, I got two more for you. What TV series could you watch over and over and over again and never get tired of it? Oh, my good Lord. Uh, I have, there's so oh many. Oh, man. Uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Really? Captain Picard? Yeah. I'm just an old Star Trek nerd. You know, that's the only Star Trek I ever watched was The Next Generation. Right. I never, watched, I never watched the uh, Spock and all that. I Right. Yeah, no, man, it's a classic. It was so well done. Okay. Very cool. Final question. Where, if you could go anywhere, would you like to go that you've never been? Where's someone that you would like to vacation or just sightsee? Oh, sure. Fiji. Okay. I'm not going to tell my wife that because that's that's on her list. And she keeps saying, I'm like, oh, my God, that's such a long flight. Yeah, she called me the other day and uh, booked some tickets. <laughs> well, take her so I don't have to go. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, if there was going to ever be any more Danger Danger music. Do you know if there's ever going to be another album? Look, that's uh, I guess that's up to if uh, Steve West is willing um right now i don't think that i i don't want to speak for steve but i kind of feel like he's done okay um and uh you know i think that's also part of the reason why the defiance exists is uh, because bruno as well likes to keep writing so okay well just keep popping these out then i'm fine with that 
All right. I'm I'm gonna try, man. Write write a song when you're in Fiji with my wife. <laughs> I do. It's going to be called Third Wheel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Paul, I appreciate your time. It was great talking with you. And I, like I said, album of the year so far. I mean, I know we're only halfway through the year, but uh, great album. Everybody needs to pick up Drive. Uh, follow The Defiance on social media on Facebook at The Defiance Official and on Instagram at The underscore Defiance. Uh, I appreciate talking with you. It's great to meet you, and uh, I look forward to talking to you again sometime. Yeah, man. Thank you for such great questions. I appreciated it. And you survived the crazy questions. Yeah, I did. I kind of did. You kind of right? got easy ones, though. So I got to admit, they were kind of easy when I when they just rattled I'm, off. And the now computer. I'm terrified for the next interview. Yeah, next time you're going to block the interview. <laughs> yeah, you're going to pull out the big guns. And uh, yeah, what are the political and sociological ramifications of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, Pauline? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the list for the next. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Hey, man. Thank you. And that'll just about wrap up another episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. Please subscribe to our podcast to get alerts when we have new episodes, as we love bringing the artists on the show and talking with them about their new music i mean it's great to have this 80s and 90s hair metal hard rock glam metal whatever you call it they call it melodic rock now i don't care what tag you put on it it's great to have this music and i love talking to the artists of the music that not only i grew up to but the artists that today make me feel like i'm young again and we will do it again on another episode so again please subscribe to the podcast share it with your rock and roll buddies we're going to do one more song from The Defiance as we close out. This is Go Big or Go Home, and I'll see you on the next. Back to the arena, the interviews.
Podcast. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast.